Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, friends, and welcome back. How are you doing today? Happy Monday. And um, yeah, we're coming out of Mental Health Awareness Week. And um, I feel like I've been quite quiet this Mental Health Awareness Week, um, <laughs> apart from obviously the, the usual kind of podcasting. And I guess it's been an element of looking after my own mental health. And also, uh, I've mentioned this before, if you're a regular listener, I have a kind of mixed view of awareness days. I think they're great for actually having a wider conversation and shining a spotlight on things. But then it can be kind of like, oh, we've spoken about that now, so let's get on with the rest of our lives. And actually, I think it's something that's really important to kind of always be talking about or thinking about uh, our own mental health, how we are looking after our society's mental health and all of that. So I don't know, I feel like the biggest thing has just been, I've been kind of tuning into myself and I do a lot of things just based on kind of spur of the moment and as the the moment takes me kind of thing. And actually beyond sort of sharing some posts and uh, the usual podcast episodes, that's kind of been what I felt called to do, for want of a better phrase. Um, and it has really been a week of um, thinking about self-care uh, in lots of ways. So however you've um, marked the week, if you have, you know, whether you've read stuff, whether you've thought about stuff, I encourage you now and always to uh, check in with yourself and your own mental health and, you know, kind of how you're doing and what it is that you that you need in this moment. I think it's a good thing to um, to kind of come back to and to be checking in with ourselves regularly because it can be so easy to get kind of swept away in life stuff and then realise that actually maybe we're not kind of caring for ourselves in the way that we know nurtures us. And you know, speaking for myself, I know a lot of the things that help me to stay on top of my mental health, that help me to feel good, not just kind of surviving. And sometimes when life gets busy, uh, those things uh, aren't prioritised. And then, you know, a little bit down the line, a couple of weeks, months, you're like, oh, why do I feel so crummy? To even why actually am I feeling really depressed? And sometimes actually I've I've not been doing the things that I, that I know work for me. And I guess checking in with yourself, but also figuring out if you don't already know those things that work for you. And I think it's really great to have a selection because not everything is going to work all the time, depending on your mood, depending on the context, the situation, all of those kind of things. So I think it's good to have a toolbox, which leads nicely, uh, unintentionally, because I've just been waffling, but leads nicely into today's episode. And this is our eighth, wow, our eighth roundup episode. Um, so if you're a regular listener, you'll kind of know the score of these. But for anyone who's new, welcome. These are episodes that I put out every 15 episodes or so uh, that round up the top tips of the previous batch of guests. 
And really is all about that, helping you figure out kind of what works for you by giving you a whole load of ideas that you can try out for yourself, you can play around with and really kind of figure out what works for you. So uh, enjoy this, dip in, dip out, try things. Um, Some will work, some won't, but I think it's a great thing to do, particularly, you know, when we're in it, whatever it is, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, it can be really hard to kind of go, what what can I do? What could help me in this moment? So I think it's good to try some of these out if you're in a pretty good place and you might think, well, like, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need any of these, I feel great. I think that is the best time to, to kind of think about what are my kind of go-tos if I'm not in a good place when you've got that <laughs> spare brain capacity, if you like, to, to think it through and to kind of plan. That's a... Uh, kind of what I try to do not always successfully um but that's the kind of rationale for these episodes and I really enjoy uh sharing these summary episodes with you so let's dive in shall we and hear from some of our amazing amazing guests so up first in episode 118 we are joined by Hannah Mason and we were talking about challenging your own thinking So really on that kind of cognitive level of how we can actually question some of our thoughts. And one of the big ones is, is it true? And that's definitely one that that I've taken away and and played with sometimes because we can very much go down this rabbit hole where uh, something happens and then we start telling ourselves a story and we get really worked up. And actually, is it even true? (laughs) Or is it just us kind of like going off on one? Uh, So... This was a really fun episode and Hannah uh, kind of took me through a bit of The Work by Byron Katie. That was the the book that we mentioned uh, in this one. But let's hear Hannah's top tips. Yes. So question your thinking. And um, I really take people through a very simple, easy to follow, step-by-step process in my book, Hold That Thought. And it's free. So please take it, download it, enjoy it so that, you know, you can learn. And um, I have 22 tools in that book and each tool is expounded upon through an actual dialogue I've had with a client and note cards, which I'm just going to leave kind of vague. Uh, Note cards are a tool that my husband created. We wrote a, 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 a novel together. It's a personal growth novel called The Size of Your Dreams. And people just love this book. It's a total page turner. It's a really fun read. And along the way, you're also learning tools for personal growth. And at the center of them are these note cards that people can use to manifest the lives of their dreams. And those are my biggest tools that I give to clients. And the other is to not underestimate the power of your imagination. That the words that you use, the metaphors that you use, and the images that come into your mind are really important. And being able to to tap into that can really help you shift the direction that you're moving. So thanks again to Hannah. And then episode 119, we were joined by Dane Dormio. And we were talking about internal martial arts, the mind-body connection, and all of that great stuff, and the benefits of, of those. And I've, I've not really heard of internal martial arts in the way that Dane talked about them. Obviously, martial arts, something that I'm a big fan of. Um, but So it's a really interesting perspective that Dane shared with us. So let's hear his top tips. Well, number one would be, if you don't already have it, have a clear goal and a plan for getting there and be consistently moving towards it. If that is not in place in your life, 
all kinds of other things will be messed up. And number two would be if you don't already have a personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene practice and establish one. If that is not in place in your life, all kinds of other things will be messed up. Third might be to recognize that you get to create the reality you live in from the inside out by choosing the thoughts you think. Thanks again to Dane. And up next, episode 120, we were joined by Kimberly Spencer. And we were talking all about taking ownership of your own life. And this is something really that I've been thinking about the idea of kind of personal responsibility and really being, I guess, kind of engaged with our own life um, and taking ownership, as, as Kimberly says. So really, really interesting conversation. Again, I'm going to be saying that a lot. <laughs> but Yes, let's listen to Kimberly's top tips. Pilates. <laughs> Pilates would be one. Why Pilates? Pilates, yoga, qigong, uh, tai chi, all of these forms of exercise, they activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which especially in times of uh, whether you've experienced trauma with like a big T or trauma with a little T, um, the parasympathetic nervous system is normally one that is kind of ignored or like, especially if you you tend to have more heightened anxiety or, or whatnot. So Pilates is a great way. Pilates, yoga, qigong, some form of exercise that activates your parasympathetic nervous system is super, super, super powerful. Number two um, is definitely watching your language. Watch what you're saying to yourself. Watch how you're communicating with yourself. Watch what you're saying to others because your subconscious mind is always listening. So watch what you're saying about others. Like, that's why I don't speak ill of politicians because my subconscious mind I know is listening and it's taking it personally. Um, so that be aware of what you're saying about other people and about yourself, because that self-talk is so critical because your language is just, it's, it's so powerful. And then ask, check your questions. What kind of questions are you asking yourself? So language is powerful. Yes. Questions are super powerful because questions will direct your subconscious mind. So if you're asking yourself a question, that's like, why is this happening to me? Which many people ask. I used to ask that question all the time. Like, or my, my big one that I used to ask all the time was why not me? Why not me? Well, in some cases that could be empowering. We're like, well, why not me? Of course I'm going to, you know, go do it. But then if you get it into the other if you swing the pendulum the other way, it's, well, why not me? And it gets into a poor me sort of victim mindset um, of like, all, and it, you'll, you believe me, you ask a question like that to your subconscious and it will give you all the reasons, but that's not necessarily the things that will move you forward. So instead, look at the what and how questions that you're asking. Instead of like one of my favorite questions to ask is how is this the best thing that ever happened to you? So when most people want to ask, why, why is this happening to me? I'm like, how is this the best thing happening that could have ever happened to you? That look, just think of how that changes the trajectory of your thinking of it. Suddenly you're focusing on how could, how could this experience as awful, as horrible, as, as challenging as, as struggle inducing, as overwhelming as it may be, how could it be the best thing that ever happened to you? Like that is a, that is a question that will direct you or your focus into what is possible for, for this thing that you're going through. So look at the questions and ask yourself more what and how questions instead of why. 
and you'll get a lot more strategy forward. So thanks again to Kimberly. And up next, episode 121, we were joined by Samantha Lane. And we were really diving into time management, which again, definitely something that I often have to, to think about. Uh, I One of my go-tos for, for kind of numbing and um, hiding from <laughs> the difficult emotions of life sometimes is to be super busy. And often it's because I just have lots of exciting stuff going on and I like to be busy, but sometimes maybe it's a, it's a bit much. And um, I guess it, it kind of links also to that kind of taking ownership and responsibility of really kind of getting on top of our time management. Uh, so a fab episode, if that is something that you are thinking about at the moment, uh, but let's hear Samantha's top tips. Okay, so I already mentioned this one, but I'm going to say it again because it's life-changing. Every Friday, make a plan. If you aren't comfortable planning a whole week in advance on Friday, at least before you go to sleep tonight, make sure you have a plan for tomorrow. So planning ahead is number one. Um, I think number two is sort of having boundaries, saying no. And so I think that's a really good tip. Um, If you've not done it yet today, say no to something. Um, because the reality is saying yes to something is saying no to something else. So be choosy. Um, and then the last one is a little bit outside of time management, but I believe in power posing. And sometimes if I need a mental boost or if I need encouragement to say no to something, I love to power pose because it just sort of gets me in a place where I feel confident doing what I know I need to do, but maybe don't have the the bravery or the power to do it. So thanks again to Samantha. And then episode 122, uh, one of, well, as I said, lots of fab conversations uh, in this roundup, but this was up there uh, as one of my favorite. I was joined by Will Foley and we were talking about, talking about mental health, peer support, uh, struggle buddies, which is something that Will uh, suggested this this concept which I love um and I also the same week that this came out joined Will and Tim on their podcast the above ground podcast again to just dive into talking about mental health so two great conversations to check out if it's something that you have experienced kind of poor mental health yourself if you are concerned about someone if you're not sure how to talk about mental health all of that great stuff uh, check out both episodes uh, for that but here are Will's top tips So the first thing I would say is take a walk, okay? And walking is the best exercise. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're fortunate enough to have your legs, and I know everybody don't have those, um, take a walk. That's my first. The second one is to find a creative outlet, some sort of creative outlet. And I'm not saying that you got to you know, create a, write a symphony or, or paint a masterpiece, but find a creative outlet, whether it's, it's woodworking or it's, it's journaling or just find a creative, creative outlet that you can put some energy into because it'll allow you some, some freedom of, and, and being a child again, being childlike. And it's, and it's hard when, when you don't feel like your childhood was very much childlike that you want to get back to those things, but you don't know how to, and you have to give yourself permission to be creative. And the very last tip that I have is, is find a struggle buddy, find a struggle buddy or be a struggle buddy. That is really the, that is really the crux of, of my mission is to, is to have hook people up with struggle buddies, be a struggle buddy or, 
or, or something along those lines, but just have somebody or be somebody for someone else. So massive thanks again to Will. And then episode one, two, three with Joey DeMont was another one uh, that's up there uh, as one of my faves. And again, I joined Joey on his podcast, uh, the Laugh Your Cry Out podcast. That episode's not out yet, but I will share it when it is. And again, we had a great time talking um, about mental health, talking about insecurity, um, all of those kind of great <laughs> topics. And Joey talks about being a recovering douchebag, which uh, is also the title of his book, which just, um, yeah, just really <laughs> kind of stands out. But such a fun conversation. And here are Joey's top tips. Isolation is the worst thing you can do for mental, if you're mental, if you have issues around depression or anxiety, do not isolate. Um, that's key. And it, it's di more difficult during times of COVID because you are chosen or told to isolate, but reach out to friends, reach out to community, find community. Um, there's things out there. There's a lot of online health um, for people to talk to therapists. There's other groups now that are reaching out to people. I was on a call this morning where a group was called you're, you'll, you are never alone. And these are just people inviting other people to come and talk or to listen to that. Because if, if you do feel less alone, it helps. We know this. We know this at a scientific level that if you're out talking to people, if you're interacting with others, uh, raise your hand too. Don't just sit there and say, I'm great. Everything's great. You know, let the persona down um, when you're in trouble. Um, and then the same kind of things I think to do with anxiety and depression, there's axioms for a reason. Do not isolate, control your diet, control your alcohol, make sure you do some physical exercise, getting out and walking. And you can do that in COVID in nature is also proven to be very beneficial to your mental well-being. Listen to the birds, right? <laughs> Pay attention <laughs> to nature, smell the eucalyptus trees look at the stream, look at the ducks, look at everything that's happening around you uh, without the narrative looping through your head of what all the things you need to do and all the adulting that you need to participate in, right? Um, that's probably the best advice I can give folks because it works for me. And it's not, again, these are not Joey axioms. These are, you know, things that I've, I've parsed out of copious amounts of reading about mental health and depression and MDD and anxiety and all of those very deep, rich subjects. Um, there's a lot to pull out of that. Mm. And the good news is that the norms are there for a reason and we all share them um, and we all experience the same thing. And I think that's another part about joining communities is that when you do hear other people say, oh, you know, it's like these, these encasing bell jars or tunnels or I feel like I'm living at the bottom of a well or, you know, whatever their explanations are, you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's exactly how I'm feeling. And, and that immediately gives you a little bit of a dopamine rush. It helps. It helps because you're like, okay, I'm just human and yeah. okay, then I'm good. You know, and you can, and then you can start the healing if you will. Mm. So thanks again to Joey. And up next, episode one, two, four, we were joined by Alana Davidson. Um, we were talking about finding your own happy, managing inner conflict, um, and yeah, so much uh, great stuff again. Uh, who hasn't had inner conflict, to be honest? Um, that's, my, <laughs> that's my kind of thoughts. But 
yeah, Alana works with people who are experiencing those kind of chronic feelings of unhappiness, etc. And where we just feel like we're, we're kind of stuck in that and, um, and can't change things. So uh, a great episode if any of that resonates with you. But here are Alana's top tips. One is to really be able to tell what is yours and not what's not by number one asking, is this mine? So that's the first tool to use to get there. Number two is the more that you take up space and occupy space in your own life and really are willing to show up as your authentic self, then the easier that empath journey becomes. And number three, I think that is so essential if you feel like you're doing a lot of things and it's not quite working, is to address the subconscious layers of what's going on for you. And there's many ways to do that. And in my book, I talk about some of them, my book, Finding Your Own Happy, but that is one of the main reasons I find that people are not seeing the sort of shift and change in results that they would like is that a lot of what's going on for them is happening out of conscious awareness. Thanks again to Alana. And then episode 125, we were joined by Keith Wilson to really dive into relationships and particularly those big things in relationships, conflicts and reconciliation. Um, and so Keith talks about constructive conflict. You know, it's it's kind of inevitable that there will be some conflict <laughs> at some point uh, between, you know, autonomous humans in the same space. So uh, his thinking is, why can't we make that constructive? And then if we have in some way injured another person uh, kind of emotionally or however, how can we reconcile and like really reconcile, not those false apologies they're just nonsense uh, so here are Keith's top tips well I think um, anybody who's listening has probably done something to somebody else that they regret uh, and I would suggest reaching out to that person and seeing if if um, if they can um, begin this process of, of reconciliation it's a dangerous thing to do but I, I think it's a it's a very rewarding thing to do, and so I can't get away with just one. So the second one would be if you are the person who's who's you know someone has come to you to apologize. Okay, well make sure this is a real apology. You know, um, if it doesn't appear to be at first, then you know talk with them and and see if you can shape it into a real apology, you know, like for example, a real apology is acknowledging what you did. Okay. Well, what are you apologizing for? Is it hurting my feelings or, or is it what you did (laughs) to hurt my feelings? Um, Mm. And, and, you know, what are you going to do about it now? Kind of thing. How are you going to correct that? Obviously you can't go back in time and change that, but I mean, what do you, what, how are you going to change going forward? And it, if you're able to, to say that, well, then I'll, you know, I'll work with you. And when you've done it, then I'll accept your apology. Thanks again to Keith. And then episode 126, we were joined by Sue Thomas. And we were talking about all things nutrition, sugar, energy, uh, sleep as well in there. Um, and so Sue helps people go from fed up to fabulous. So if you're feeling fed up, sluggish, all of those things, definitely check out that episode. Uh, but here are Sue's top tips. 
So the first thing is to have protein for breakfast. That is my biggest top tip. You know, just if you do that every single day, gradually the rest of the day will fall into place. So really focus on um, actually, you know, widening that out to everything you do in that first three hours of getting up is really important will have an impact for the rest of the day. So if you can get up and you can you can move, you can hydrate your body, you can write your gratitudes and make yourself feel good and you can put some good nutrition into your system from a protein perspective, that's going to have an impact to how you function for the rest of the day. So that's my first top tip would be absolutely think about what you're doing for those first three hours of the day. My second top tip would be to always, always, always be in bed by 10 (laughs) o'clock. Sleep is so, so important to our mental well-being, to our physical well-being, our recovery in any situation. You know, we need um, at least two deep quality sleep through the course of the night, deep sleep cycles, ideally three. And the best one that we can get is the one that comes two hours before midnight. So if you can be in bed by 10 o'clock, you can get that best, that really restorative um, you know, uh, sleep that will repair the body, will repair our mental well-being. So, you know, really aim to be in bed by um, 10 o'clock at night and, and be quite protective of that. And then my third, my third top tip would be to where can you build movement into your day? Uh, when we're moving, our cardiovascular system moves. And, and, and that movement then clears negativity out of our system in the form of toxins. But those toxins make us feel negative. So they will have an impact on our mental well-being. The blood flow to our brain will be refreshed so we can, you know, that can help improve our, our mood. And equally as much, we'll start to produce some of those endorphins that help us to feel better as well. So even if you look at your day and you go, I can't even see a time in there where I could actually move for 10 minutes today. See if you can make it. You know, so I, I will often have, a, if I'm having a conversation with someone on the phone, I'll say, I'm actually going to take the dog for a walk. Will I have this conversation with you because I need to move? Or I will stand at my desk so that I'm standing and sort of moving where I can move. And, you know, I'll move from side to side and all that kind of thing if I've got a really busy day. Or I might get up 10 minutes earlier and and go um, for a walk or something. But really plan your week around where can I move? Because the more you move, the more your, you know, more your cardiovascular system will move and the more you will um, encourage those endorphins to flow, which will make you feel so much better. So, yeah, the first three hours of the day, always be in bed by 10 o'clock and really try and schedule at least 20 minutes of some kind of movement into your diary each day because it will make you feel better. Thanks again to Sue. And episode 127, we were joined by Padma Gordon. And again, we were kind of in relationships and about being together. And Padma helps people to really think about themselves in relationships and how they are loving themselves and showing up for themselves as well as the other person in relationships. And I think it's such a big thing if you're someone who has ever kind of felt that you've lost yourself in relationships or that you're not loving yourself, nurturing yourself um, those kind of things a really really great conversation um so let's hear Padma's top tips yeah and before I even answer it I just want to say I love how uh invested you are in in your questions and now (laughs) I can really feel how how much you care so I just Mm -hmm. want to really um reflect that to you because it's it's awesome so yeah I guess that would be one one of my tips is appreciate just be appreciative. Look for what's working, right? Appreciation is the practice of looking for what's working. 
all around your life, especially in this inside out, upside down world that we're living in right now. Look for what's working. It's the little things. It's like, oh, I'm in California, Northern California. The sky is blue, <laughs> even though we're, we're in rainy season, but the sky is clear blue out my window. So um, look for what's working and just appreciate. And actually in the appreciation, not only like, oh, the sky is blue, but taking a moment. And mm-hmm. I guess will be my second one. So one is appreciate. Two is pause. Pause. Just take time to pause in your life. Pause brings us back to presence. I pause and I note, and pausing brings us into noticing. So appreciate, pause, and notice where life has your back. Notice how life has your back. And rest into that. Really rest into that. And it might be a little thing like, oh, great, I made the green light. You know, like I didn't have to sit and wait at the light. Or, oh, I really wanted to get this at the shop. And there was the last, you know, box of this and I got to get it. Or, oh, there's my my favorite fruit. You know, these fruit persimmons mm-hmm. are in season and I, I get to eat them. How wonderful. And they're still they're still there, you know, they're. It's fleeting. It's a fleeting season. So, yeah, appreciate, pause, and rest into how life has you back. So thanks again to Padma. And then episode 128, we were joined by Sarah Thacker. And again, we were in nutrition. It was kind of like a relationships food, relationships food fortnight. Um, This time, something that is definitely something I have experienced and I continue to just kind of be mindful of for myself emotional eating I definitely am uh, someone who eats my feelings and uh, is something I have to be mindful of because uh, if it's something you've experienced you'll kind of know it can get into this real kind of shame cycle kind of thing uh, and so Sarah talks about intuitive eating as a kind of alternative to that so let's hear Sarah's top tips yeah, I think if the top three would really be, for one, just in terms of the mind, body, spirit, wellness is how can you really tune into the main pillars of being well by doing some type of physical movement, something type of intentional relaxation. So that's not just like Netflix and chill, but it's like intentional relaxation where like meditation, yoga, um, you know, something very you consider very mindful and engaged. And yet it's also relaxing for your nervous system proper nutrition. So even, even if you, no matter what else you're putting on your plate, just being able to say like, Hey, where are my vegetables? Those are really important things to make sure we're getting. And we all know fruits and vegetables are where it's at nutritionally. So it's just beneficial to ensure getting adequate amounts of that, no matter what else we're choosing to eat and then choosing ones you like. And then, um, and then sleep, if sleep can be, uh, something that you really hone in on and make a priority, then those four layers tend to be, and I know that's four things, <laughs> but I said three, but those four things tend to really set up the mind, body, spirit wellness so that you're, you're giving yourself the best opportunity to then be able to go into the mental well-being and really just let that be what you focus on rather. And if those other layers are well taken care of and supported. Thanks again to Sarah. And then episode 129, we were joined by Claire Davis to talk about emotional fitness 
for positive mental health and emotional fitness is something that Claire talks about a lot. Uh, she has a book out, uh, A to Z of Emotional Fitness for Positive Mental Health and also Mental Health Chats. And I have joined her for an episode of her podcast and a YouTube series where I talked about youth mental health. Uh, so check that one out if that's something that's relevant to you. Uh, here are Claire's top tips. My book. <laughs> <laughs> My him program <laughs> and top ups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug there. That was uh, really cheeky, wasn't it? <laughs> so thanks again to Claire. A little cheeky in the uh, the top tips. But uh, as I said, uh, in that episode, I do have a copy of Claire's book and I, I would recommend kind of checking it out. So thank you to her for those. Episode 130, we were joined by Jasmine Tarani. And loads of stuff we talked about in this episode. Uh, life therapy, which is something that Jasmine's created. We talk about finding friendships, uh, being high achieving, uh, all kinds of, uh, of great stuff in that episode. So um, that's one to check out if any of that resonates with you. Uh, but here are Jasmine's top tips. Have you heard of the Hopono Ono? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. The yes. Hawaii, that's a good one. Yes. Um, mm. There's, there are, for those of listeners who aren't aware, there's these four phrases that came from Hawaii and look it up because I'm going to misquote it. But essentially, I think of them as softening phrases that when you say them either to yourself, to another person or to the divine, it just feels they they open you and help you feel more connected either to yourself or others or your divine connection. And the four phrases are, thank you. Or, I'm sorry. Thank you. Please forgive me. And I love you. And so just getting in the habit of saying those even to yourself uh, really start to open up your energy in a powerful way. Um, and one more thing that if you give me one to three, um, another thing that has been, monumental in in my work and my relationships in my life is I like to think of communication as a bridge and that we're both on different sides of the bridge and that when we're communicating our job is first to go to the other person's side of the bridge and to actually listen to actually hear what they're saying to be sincerely lovingly curious to fully get what they're saying Right. And then to clarify, to make sure, okay, is this what you said? I understand. And make sure that they feel heard before then inviting them to your side of the bridge and understanding that when we both plant ourselves on our own sides of the bridge, then we can't actually communicate with one another because nobody's learning how is no one's listening to the other person. So the, the more that we get in the habit of going to the other person's side of the bridge, being a really good intentional listener and then inviting them to, before going to your own side of the bridge is then making sure that they're ready to, and they're interested and they want to know what's going on on your side of the bridge and then sharing what's going on with you. So thanks again to Jasmine. Episode 131, we had two guests. Uh, so great fun. We were joined by Lauren and Alik, who together are the laughing love bugs and they are laughing yogis. Uh, laughing yoga instructors and that was what we were talking about and really the benefits of laughter uh, even if you're like oh I'm not I'm not in the mood there's nothing funny to laugh at that we can just laugh just because and that it um it feels good to feel good which uh, I think is such a great message um because I often have been in times where I'm like 
(laughs) it's like there's nothing funny and actually I haven't tried this yet but I feel like when I get into one of those moods I'm going to give it a go of I'm just going to laugh just because and see if that has a an impact because that whole mind body connection it kind of goes both ways and so I'll see I'll let you know (laughs) but here are Lauren and Alik's top tips Okay, one of them, I think we said a a few throughout this interview, but um, we're going to refresh it by saying the one of them is do not wait on the moment to laugh. Don't wait on the moment to choose you because you're unlikely to laugh. Choose that moment. Yes. And and to allow yourself to laugh because your body and your brain does not know the difference. So why not fake laugh every day? Try it, you know, and, and you will reap the benefits even if you don't feel it, your body knows it. Your body remembers everything. Your body remembers every time you stress. And over time, stress creates disease in the body. So just allow yourself to laugh. Choose those moments. Um, the second tip is uh, a lot of people think just because we're in this um, field of laughter yoga that, oh, you guys are so happy. And um, like we said earlier, we're not uh, happy because we laugh. We laugh. We're, we're not. We're not laughing because we're happy. We are happy because we laugh, and and you can laugh too. Um, we're not special because we laugh, and um, we 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 are happy because we we are choosing to laugh. We we laugh every day. We laugh. We go through challenges. We face a lot of stress, anxiety, but we choose to laugh. We choose to keep on laughing. Um, not because we don't take life seriously, but be because we, we take feeling good seriously and we believe everyone should feel good. Um, like we're supposed to feel good in life. That's what we believe. Um, we don't believe that we're supposed to suffer in this life. We're supposed to thrive in life and allowing yourself to laugh is, um, really giving yourself permission to try to, to thrive in life and it empowers you. And then the, um, last tip is, um, I just had it in my head. The last tip is allow yourself those feel good moments. Allow yourself to feel good. It's just as important as um, your everyday responsibilities, whether it's with work, whether it's parenting, whether it's it's, um, anything you have to do, grocery shopping. Laughter is so important. Feeling good is so important. Allowing yourself those moments to feel good is important. Do more of what makes you feel good in the day. Do more of that. Make that a responsibility um, to yourself, to hold yourself accountable. Do do I feel good? Did I feel good today? Hmm, let's reflect on the day. Did I feel good? And if you didn't, give yourself that moment to feel good. Do something that feels good to you. And if you can't think of anything, remember, you can always laugh. Just laugh. Fake laugh. And one more thing. Mm -hmm. Starting your day on a positive note. Because you always start your day and end your day the same way. Mm-hmm. So if you wake up on a positive note and you affirm yourself in a positive manner, you can carry that throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful, babe. Thanks. Thanks again to Lauren and Alik. And our final final episode that we're hearing from today, episode 132 with Doug Sands. And we we're talking about hypnosis for mental health and some of the myths and misconceptions around that um and so i had a really great time talking to doug um as i mentioned that episode sometimes there are people like oh yes i totally agree with everything you say i feel like i said that a lot uh in that episode also 
check out Doug's podcast. I haven't listened to it, but he has such a soothing voice. I think I can, I can definitely uh, kind of um, you know visualize or. I don't know what the audio version of that is, uh, why his hypnosis must be so effective. Um, so I really enjoyed this conversation with Doug. Definitely check it out, check it out if it's something that you're curious about. Uh, but here are Doug's top tips. For me personally, my first tip, um, meditation and yoga were instrumental in my own mental health journey. And I'm sure people have heard it all the time before, but those two things shaped the course of my life. And the second point is we have to get to the point to, to make that change. We call it threshold in, in my field. And it's that point where you decide you're going to make that change and you're going to make it right now. And until you make that change or until you get that point, any other tools like meditation or yoga, they might not fit for you. Like I've had people, I give them resources and they're like, I tried it, you know, like meditation, it's not really for me. I guess it's not really until you need it. As I mentioned in that hike, I had tried meditation before um, going on that blizzard hike, but it wasn't until I was broken down and I really needed something that I reached out for it. And I'd say that third tip, you know, tying these all together, you can use resources that you've used in the past. You can use resources that you've heard about, tried, and they might've failed at one point in your life but something has changed and that change might have put you in a right mindset to actually try this out. Personally, I grew up in a Christian household and I was a very Christian person. And now I consider myself a Buddhist and we never know just where our life is going. And so always be curious about where you're going and be willing and be open to, as you say, try new things and see if it fits in your life. So thanks again to Doug and to all of the guests that we have featured in this roundup episode. As I am recording this on uh, Saturday, I'm starting to feel a bit peckish for lunch and the battery on my laptop is quite low. So you'll be pleased to know this is going to be a super, super quick ending from me because I can't uh, just ramble on as, as I like to do. But I really hope that you have enjoyed this roundup and that there is something that you are taking away from it. And I really would love to know what tips you are going to try out for yourself. Um, please do let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so tag us in a story at Psyche Coaching, P-S-Y-K-H-E Coaching on Instagram. Let us know what you're taking from this and what you are going to try out. For me, I'm going to be thinking about creativity, I think. Um, being creative at sleep, <laughs> as always, Um time, time. I mean, uh, yeah, there's so much I'm going to take away, but I feel like sleeping, time management and some creativity are the things I'm going to be thinking about uh, putting a little more in. But yeah, let me know what your takeaways are. And if you've enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy the show, um, I'm so glad that universally that you enjoy it. Uh, But also it would be amazing if you would rate and review and share it so that we can reach more people. Send it to a friend, send it to a loved one, send it to anyone, uh, a stranger um, or not. But um, it really helps us to to kind of share our message and um, to to just, I guess, start talking about mental health and well-being more, Uh, not just once a year, not just when we're struggling, but all the time. Um, I think obviously if you are not in a good space being able to access support is so important but there is a lot we can do for ourselves for each other in the kind of preventative 
space of really thinking about our well-being so that we're not reaching that kind of crisis point we're kind of spotting the signs for ourselves we are stepping in early making changes supporting being supported so that we're not getting to that point and as someone who (laughs) has quite often not stepped in early um yeah I, I find now the podcast actually is you know it's such a great reminder for me because I as I've said many times I go through cycles where life gets in the way and I stop nurturing myself and then listening back to conversations and I'll go oh god I've really dropped the ball on that one um and it's a reminder to actually just start again it's it's fine just to pick up and start again and that's something I've really been thinking about a lot we'll probably talk about a lot more that not to buy into this you if you want it badly enough you'll do it all the time you can't miss more than one day I think yeah maybe they're really nice ideals to have but realistically life happens but we can still pick ourselves up and and start again and start doing those things start small start with a kitchen dance party I've been doing a few of those recently while I'm cooking having a little sing song it's amazing actually how something quite small can be uh, such a boost um but obviously if you're not in a great place something like that is is when people say oh just try this actually um at that point there's maybe some some different kind of um support that's needed but anyway thank you so so much for joining us today taking time out of your day to share with us and to listen to the show i i really appreciate you all and uh yes look forward to chatting to you again on wednesday where we are joined by the lovely rosie with uh all into emotional stuff <laughs> um kind of, yeah oh so much great stuff um i'm quite open about envy <laughs> i definitely remember that from the conversation uh so yes please do join us again on wednesday for that until then take care of yourself be kind to yourself And I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.